This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here with my co-hosts, Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. We have an awesome show for you today. We're going to be talking uh, cryptocurrency apps. A lot of news about Bitcoin and different uh, cryptocurrencies. Uh, I think a lot of people are confused. How does it all work? What kind of apps do you need to make the purchases, to store the purchases? We'll uh, give you the lowdown uh, on all of that. Uh, We also have our Hot 5. Christine, what's the Hot 5 this week? This week, we're going to be talking about apps to get you in the Christmas spirit. (laughs) I love it. I I love it. We'll uh, also be chatting uh, about uh, the latest streaming shows. Uh, I think uh, we all will have a little bit of time during the Christmas holidays. What's on Netflix and Amazon and Crave TV? Well, we'll give you the lowdown on that. All the hottest, latest shows and movies. Let's uh, talk about some of the uh, the app news uh, happening uh, this week and some of the cool things we've come across. Uh, this one is near and dear to my heart. Samsung's new app helps people who are colorblind recalibrate color on their TVs. Uh, I am colorblind. It doesn't mean I see the world in black and white, but I have problems with reds and greens, which, you know, if I were to calibrate my television, uh, I'm probably not the right person to do that. And uh, so calibration is actually incredibly important because with a lot of televisions, when you get them home from the store, they're actually calibrated for the store floor, just in case they pull one of these things out and use it in demo mode. And the calibration is usually pretty horrific. It's either too bright, too sharp, too contrasty. So being able to find that right level is is kind of perfect. And obviously, if you're colorblind, getting those colors just right could be a challenge for the rest of your family. So this is kind of a a cool new feature, like good on Samsung for it. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work if you're colorblind. Can you... (laughs) <laughs> does it help you with that? Well, I, it does actually um, diagnose your color blindness. So they okay. partnered with a professor who actually developed the color blindness test. And so they have partnered with her and this app will actually diagnose the degree of your CVD or color vision deficiency and then work with that to help you calibrate. From what I understand, it's just available for Android uh, devices right now. It is. Actually, a uh, little known fact, most Android users are colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> Completely not true. Uh, let's talk about Facebook. Uh, Facebook in the news always because they're basically taking over the internet uh, and uh, the smartphone world. Uh, they're launching Messenger for Kids, uh, a new app that's uh, designed uh, for the uh, the little guys uh, age 6 to 13. What do you think, guys? This is a great idea. I mean... In the past, with both Android and iOS, you could lock out certain apps. So you could basically block Facebook Messenger. You could block the Facebook website using parental controls. But uh, that sort of is an all or nothing. So being able to have this app, which I know they're saying it has no in-app purchases, um, and uh, parents can actually vet who is uh, their their kids are able to talk to on this app. This is sort of a nice middle ground, right? You you let kids be able to, to talk to their friends. Uh, but you can also say, you know, that person over there and that person over there, I'm not really sure. So they're not on your list until such time as we have a chance to talk to their parents. Some critics are um, complaining that Facebook is grooming uh, youngsters to be, you know, Facebook Facebook users. Yes. Oh, there is no question that that is what they're doing. (laughs) That being said, though, we have to recognize that a lot of kids were bucking the system because technically you're not supposed to have a Facebook account if you're under 13, is it? That's correct. Um, but they're still going to do that. I, but, I remember my kids, they lied about their age to exactly, get a Facebook account. Exactly. They're lying about their age and going on Facebook, which is fine. But now at least we're creating a safe environment for that to happen in instead of, you know, having them out there 
in the wild with so, all of the crap that's on Facebook. Yeah, so I question this. Or, you know, the parents that would be concerned enough about this uh, to, you know, get their kids on Facebook Messenger, you know, the kids version, they're the ones that would be monitoring their kids anyway with regular Facebook, don't you think? So is this pointless? Well, I think there's sort of the guilt factor, right? Now that there's an app out there, you know, before you were kind of able to let it slide by, but now there's an app, you're being a really bad parent if you don't actually get your kids on this uh, on this app. The thing that shocks me is you're saying that people would lie on the internet? Oh, yeah. Kids. Kids like crazy. So let's uh, talk about uh, Amazon Prime Video uh, finally coming to Apple TV. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. Many people have Amazon Prime accounts. Uh, you know, you, I think it's about 100 bucks a year and you get free shipping, free two-day shipping. Uh, but a lot of people don't realize they also have access to Amazon Prime Video, which is kind of like uh, a Netflix competitor. So there's tons of TV shows and movies and a lot of Amazon originals uh, as well. And so finally... Uh, if you do have an Apple TV, uh, you can actually watch Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, this is great. I mean, in the past, I, I've been using like my my Vizio TV. I had to set the account to US to make it work, um, or I was streaming from my my Amazon Prime app on my phone, which is really really inconvenient. You can AirPlay to your Apple TV, so having a native app is actually really it's quite a quite a nice feature. It's a great upgrade. Being able to sort of sit back and do that, and and hopefully you know have HDR and all the other sort of good stuff that comes with it, uh, is is a great feature. It's interesting because uh, Amazon actually refused to sell Apple TVs until Apple would put the uh, Amazon Prime Video app on the Apple TV App Store. Was it was it that way or was it the other way around? Which way? Well, because because I mean, I think Apple wanted the Apple the Amazon Prime app. You know what it was? It was the subscriptions. You're you're right because um, basically Amazon was wanted to sell subscriptions through the Apple TV app or through their own app. Yeah, but Amazon, you know, basically would have been given Apple a thirty percent stake. This is a big thing for Spotify and a few others as well. So I think they've probably come to an agreement there at some point. I, th- I think you still can't subscribe through the app, but you can su- subscribe through the website and have that work. Do you do you use Amazon Prime Video? I do. Well, I mean, it's, it's the Man of the High Castle. Um, it's uh, that other one, American Gods. Transparency or Transparent? Um, or transparent, yeah. Uh, so there's there's some really great shows, and I mean, a lot of their original movies are solid ones out of fives, but their, their TV shows are actually pretty great. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the world shakes out when it comes to media over the next 10 years. Uh, you know, we're seeing this week that uh, Disney is basically buying up a lot of the Fox assets, um, you know, including huge stake uh, in Hulu. Uh, Disney's also launching, you know, a couple of their own uh, streaming services uh, as well. How long is broadcast television going to exist? I, I don't see the, the lifeline being very long at all. I mean, when you think about it this way, the, the dedicated cable package, especially in Canada, you know, we've got Skinny Basic and now we've got a la carte. But uh, I, I look around at the people that I know and it's sort of the question of, well, when was the last time you had cable? So, you know, Well, Christina, for, you don't have cable. No, I have not had cable in years. They keep calling and trying to give it, trying to give it to me for free. Yes, like, I'm getting the same thing. They, it's it's almost like they for free. Them, yeah, for free. They're like, yeah. so hey, um, we noticed that you don't have any um, cable. So if we like give it to you for a couple months for free, then you know you could. <laughs> yeah, in the hopes that you'll forget to cancel it again. Yeah, and it's just it's like you know actually I'm super good right now. Um, you know, it's we funny. Should, I want to see other people. Really, is the I I want to cancel mine, but uh, my wife still loves TV, and I can't cancel it. She should be paying for it then. <laughs> Alana, Alana, if you're listening, you have to pay for the uh, the the TV bill. Oh, I am so dead. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are pretty dead. 
<laughs> okay, we're uh, going to change gears here now and uh, give a little love to our iPhone users out there. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do we got, Graham? So this week's iPhone tip of the week is a fun one. It's using the flash on your camera to create alerts that you can see but not hear. So if you like to keep your phone on silent and turn off vibration, you can have a hard time getting your alerts on time. So this tip can help you stay on top of things even if your phone is across the room. By turning on the flash on your camera, it turns it into an LED notifier. So to turn this feature on, go to Settings, General, tap on Accessibility, and scroll down to a section called Hearing. Uh, Look for the LED flash for alerts section, tap on that, and then toggle the switch to on. And every time you'll receive a notification alert, your flash will fire off in a quick blink. Uh, It's worth noting that you're going to need to leave your phone face down to get the best use of this because the flash is on the back of the phone. And the flash is quite bright and it can bother people if you don't, if you sort of let it go without responding. It's kind of like sending your phone to stun. Uh, It's also a good idea to remember to turn on do not disturb when you go to the movies or the theater because this feature will light that place up. So that's this week's iPhone tip of the week, using your LED flash to notify you of alerts. Thank you, Graham. When we come back here on the App Show, still lots more to talk about in the world of apps. Of course, uh, our Hot 5 this week is Christmas apps to get you in the festive spirit. Uh, We'll also be talking about all the cool shows and movies that you will be watching over the Christmas holidays on uh, places like Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. And uh, we're going to learn more about cryptocurrencies. Uh, We're hearing so much about Bitcoin. I think a lot of people, including myself, are still confused as to what kind of apps you need to use to buy uh, things like Bitcoin and how to store them in digital wallets as well. We will give you the lowdown on that. Back after this. For you today, we're going to be... You are back with the App Show. Still lots more to talk about on today's program. Of course, our Hot 5. This week, it's Hot 5 Christmas apps. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Also... We're all going to have a lot of time over the Christmas holidays, uh, so you'll want to stay tuned for the streaming section of the program. We'll be talking about what's hot on Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. There's so many new TV shows, documentaries, and movies coming online that you'll want to know about, and we'll give you the the lowdown on that. So let's talk now about cryptocurrency. We hear so much about Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies over the past few weeks. Bitcoin uh, hitting over $22,000 per Bitcoin uh, in Canadian dollars, it started out less than a thousand at the beginning of this year. It's crazy time. So I know a lot of people are still confused about how it all works. How do I buy Bitcoin? Where do I keep it? So we wanted to give you a bit of a primer today on the app show. In studio, we've got uh, an expert. His name is Oret Morgan. He's uh, with a startup called Block Immersion Technologies. Thanks for joining us, Oret. Thank you very much for having me. Bitcoin, do you have any? Absolutely. So are you rich now? Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Got Bitcoin? Yes, I do. I got to be honest, I have not bought any, but I I want to buy some because it's just increasing in value exponentially. You know, some experts are saying that it could hit uh, $40,000 or $50,000 in 2018. A lot of other experts are saying it's going to crash and everyone's going to lose their money. Uh, So (laughs) we want to give our listeners uh, a bit of uh, a primer on how it all works. And I guess the big caveat, uh, I think, uh, would be to be careful, isn't it, Oret? Absolutely. You should be careful. It's just like investing like any other thing, right? You know, if you're going to jump in with both feet, I think you should know what you're doing. So like anything else, I think you should start small and work your way up with your comfort and go from there. Where should people start? What's the first thing that people should do if they want to uh, jump into this, this cryptocurrency world? Well, I think the first thing you should start with is Google. Start looking about what what the coins are about, what what they have, what their values are. There's different features on the coins. I mean, the the public psyche is really focused on Bitcoin right now because of it, how, how its high value is. But 
there is a lot about cryptocurrency that people don't really know, and there's lots of what we would call altcoins that do all kinds of things. So the starting point would be research for me. That's where I would start for with anybody. Just so that you're familiar with how that whole world works. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I've done a bit of research. Uh, I need I need a wallet to store these uh, these cryptocurrencies, right? Yep, absolutely. And what does that look like? What kind of apps would you recommend for that? Uh, you're looking at a different couple of things. Like for for instance, you could do things like uh, put on your mobile and your desktop. Uh, there's offline storage or cold storage. There's a whole uh, a gamut of different things. But I think really what you're looking at as far as getting a wallet together is what's your use case? Uh, do you need a wallet for everyday purchases? Do you just want to buy and tr- buy and sell and transact a bunch? Do you want to use a bunch of currencies or just one? Uh, and do you need access to that money anytime, anywhere, or you just want to go home on your computer and look at it? Well, that's, uh, I think, an important thing. So to purchase uh, Bitcoin, you typically have to go to what are called exchanges, right? Correct. And so there's a lot of exchanges out there, and uh, many of them offer the uh, service of keeping uh, your, your Bitcoin for you. Yes. Yes. Is that a safe thing to do? Uh, safety is relative. I would say anytime you're having somebody else hold your, your coin, there's an element of risk. However, they provide a service. They're providing you the ease and ability to exchange and buy and sell there. So, But the thing about uh, Bitcoin or other um, currencies, the cryptocurrencies, is that you can be your own bank. You can hold the money in any way you like. You can make sure you are the whole one who holds all the keys to the kingdom. You don't have to give that up. Uh, however, uh, it, everything comes with its own uh, levels of risk. You know, you have your own money in your own wallet. You could lose it. You could get it compromised in a number of ways if you're not careful. But there's, it's, it's like anything else. No, know what you're getting into. So you talked about, uh, for example, keeping uh, bitcoins on your smartphone. So mm-hmm. that's done through apps. What what kind of apps would that be? Um, just a quick distinction I make. So a lot of people think you're keeping the bitcoins on your smartphone. You're actually not keeping it on there. That's an important distinction. You are basically your your phone, like for anything else, is just a window to some website or some other thing. You're not really storing things on there. Not like you're storing music or videos. You're storing crypto on a server or, or on the blockchain, as it, as it were. And, and the app gives you access to that. And the app gives you access, yes. And so are there some apps that you would recommend? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of apps. There are some common ones are like Bread Wallet is a very straightforward, easy Bitcoin wallet. It's Bitcoin only, but it'll it's a great way to get your feet wet. If you're you know new and sheepish to the world of Bitcoin, you can put a little bit in there and see it grow. That's the one of them. Um, one I particularly use, I like, it's called Jax. Uh, I like Jax. I, I got on it pretty early, even before they supported a whole number of currencies. These and there's active development on it. Uh, there's, there's there's mobile. There's a Chrome extension. There's desktop versions. There's it's very flexible. And how do you spell Jax? J A X X. It's very sexy. And that was nice uh, because obviously you can store different ones. Like uh, there's Bitcoin, there's Ethereum, yes. uh, there's a number of different yes, uh, cryptocurrencies. A, a number. If you were to look at Jackson, look at the wallets. It just it, it continues to grow as as the space grows. There's 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 dozens in there. So you've got a wallet now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got to buy some some Bitcoin. Yep. And where do you go? <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's a number of different ways to do it. You can go to any number of Bitcoin ATMs. There's a, a, there's a, a bunch of Canadian companies that I don't want to plug anybody on the show, but there's a bunch of Canadian companies you could go on to uh, set up an account. So similar, something like uh, actually Coinbase is a, is a very popular one. You basically, you log in, you sign up, and you got to verify your identity using some kind of passport or, or license. And they basically verify your identity, make sure you know who you are, you say you are. Then you can go and purchase, put your money in there, and you can buy whatever you feel like. I won't lie to you. The, uh, the setup process for Coinbase for me was incredibly hard because I was trying to take a picture with my computer uh, with yeah, uh, yeah, my passport. Yeah, yeah. Our passports are highly reflective. Yeah. It took me probably about an hour to get, get a picture that actually worked 
But as soon as I did, I was able to go and I've got, I think, like a $250 limit every week that I can buy on my credit card. Yep. Now, there's some fees that are involved in Coinbase, yep. um, which, you know, they, they charge you a couple of percent to do that. But it's the convenience of being able to exactly. buy a little bit of Bitcoin now and then, right? So, so I can see it might be you got to go through that process. You buy it. How easy is it to sell your Bitcoin? Uh, well, I got to tell you right now, it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you got Bitcoin you want to sell, I'm sure you're going to move that pretty quick. And do you do that through like these exchanges, Coinbase? Yeah, you yeah. can. Uh, one thing I like about Jax, uh, not to plug it too hard, but it's got something called Shapeshift. It's built right in. So it's got basically a way to exchange the currency into any number of different currencies. And uh, it's a very easy. So for instance, you you got some Bitcoin. You're, you're, you're a smart guy. You bought in early and you got lots of Bitcoin. Maybe I want to buy a little bit of Ethereum. Maybe I want to buy a little bit of Dash or Monero or Litecoin. I'd easily be able to directly from the app go and 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 exchange it to any any of a number of different currencies very easily and very quickly. Are you worried that this is all going to crash down and everyone's going to lose their money? No, man, I'm a startup. I'm not worried about anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's going ape, it's gangbusters, man. I'm going, it's going crazy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think like anything else, this is uh this is the dot com boom all over again. There's a lot of uh, hype around the space. There's a lot of people throwing money at it who don't really understand the value of what the and the power of what things are. But there is a bubble. I I personally think we have around eighteen to twenty four months of real craziness, and after that, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I th- I think it there'll be a correction at some point for sure. I know a lot of people are worried that this is going to hurt the economy. You know, when this whole Bitcoin thing crashes, but a lot of experts are saying it's not big enough to do that. I don't know if it's, real, it's, it's fair to say that it's not big enough to do that. I think there's there's a lot of focus on Bitcoin right now, but you know what? The, as far as crashing the economy, I don't think we're we're close to that yet. But it's going to have a major effect. We're talking with Orette Morgan. He's the CEO of Block Immersion Technologies, all about uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Uh, a web address where people can find out more information about you. Right now, we're at blockimmersion.com. When we come back from the break, we'll be talking Hot 5 Christmas apps. We've also got a new segment, Gaming App of the Week. We've got Travel App, Crazy App. There's so much more to, to listen to. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike, Christina, and Graham here. We're going to uh, go into one of my favorite segments here. The Weekly App Hot 5. This week it's uh, Christmas apps. Uh, starting at number 5, what do we got, Christina? We have the Christmas list, and this is an iOS-only app, and you're going to pay a little bit of money for it, but it's worth it. It allows you to import contacts from your address book, set a budget for each person, and then quickly enter gifts along with photos. You can also use it to keep track of which gifts have been shipped, arrived, and have been wrapped. I love this because if you follow my shopping, uh, Christmas shopping. Chaos? Yeah, it is yeah. <laughs> It is utter chaos. I'm forgetting people. I have a, a secret Santa thing today that I haven't bought anything for. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I better not be the person you got for secret Santa then. You're getting a Subway sandwich gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Eat fresh. Number four, we're talking hot five Christmas apps. Christmas Radio. It is available on both platforms, 99 cents. It's the perfect app for Christmas music lovers. More than 80 stations of nothing but Christmas music from country to pop, whatever your little heart desires. Love it. I've, uh, I've never wanted to be deaf more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, but other people don't agree. Gotcha. Number three. We have Elf Yourself. So this is a popular app where you get to Elf Yourself, turn yourself into an elf and uh, perform little musical numbers. This year they've added AR functionality. So definitely check it out. 
I think there's a downloadable feature here where you can also be Legolas. So that's sort of a... Be who? Legolas? Legolas, yeah. From, from Lord the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. God, you're Random. so geeky. <laughs> Number two on the Hot 5 this week on the App Show, we're talking about Christmas apps. We have Google Santa Tracker. So this is Android only, but there is also a web version for people who are not on Android. Uh, so this Santa Tracker is a little more fun than the NORAD one. Not not to uh, disparage that one, but this one has some interactive games and it's just overall well done. And the number one Christmas app this week, what do we got? We have How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So basically the uh, favorite Christmas time story comes to Android and iOS along with some interactive features. Is it like a storybook? Yeah. Love it. How cool is that? That was the Hot 5 Christmas apps. When we come back, we'll be talking about what's streaming this week on Netflix and Amazon. There's so much uh, great uh, content as far as shows and movies, so stay tuned and we'll give you the lowdown on that. And you'll uh, find out what you'll be watching over the Christmas holidays. You're listening to The App Show, back after this. You are back with The App Show. Still lots more to talk about today. We'll, uh, of course, be uh, giving you the lowdown on the crazy app of the week. We've also got uh, a new segment, Game App of the Week, coming up uh, later on. And, I'll, of course, we have Travel App with Christina, too. But uh, let's go with uh, Streaming App of, uh, of the show. What do we got, Graham? So our Streaming App of the Week is Acorn. Acorn. So, Acorn, yeah. And now if you're an Anglophile and you like all things British, which so many of us are, then you're going to enjoy this week's streaming app because Acorn TV brings you a lot of British television. So it's available online at acorn.tv if you want to watch streaming there. But it's also on uh, Roku, Apple TV, Samsung Smart TVs, Amazon Fire products. There's actually a few new ones in Canada now, as well as on your iPhone and iPad. It's available completely commercial-free for $4.99 a month, and it gives you access to great British dramas, comedies, uh, and other types of television and movies. With shows like Doc Martin, Peep Show, and everyone's favorite, The Brokenwood Mysteries. Oh, I love Peep Show and Doc Martin. If you haven't seen those uh, programs, they are fantastic. There's actually a one-month free trial at acorn.tv, so if you want to give those a shot, then you can do. And uh, that's Acorn TV for all your British show needs. Do you know what the subscription price is monthly? Four ninety nine. Really? Yeah. It's not bad. That's not bad. Right? Yeah. If you're into British shows, uh, that is, that's a great value. That's like half a month of uh, subscribing to the like base cable package. <laughs> Get all of your British TV for the year. Exactly. Let's find out what's happening in the streaming world. Streaming this week. Uh, lots of cool stuff uh, coming out here over the Christmas uh, period. Uh, what's the first thing on Netflix uh, that uh, has caught your attention, Christina? It comes at night. Just going to run through a few things. When we go out during the day, we like to stick to groups just for safety. The red door. It's the only way in and out of the house. It stays closed and locked all the time. <laughs> I have the keys. It's the only set. <laughs> Most important thing. What's he see? It's okay. Just go inside. This looks really spooky. So uh, there's been some sort of uh, disaster happen, and uh, there's this family out in the middle of the woods, and another family comes along, and uh, uh, they have to lock themselves in at night for some reason. Feels like Beowulf. It uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, And again, uh, on Netflix. Uh, The next one looks uh, interesting, Christina. Judd Apatow. The, the return. It's amazing I can draw a crowd, isn't it? If I'm walking down the street and somebody says, are you Judd Apatow? If I say no, they go, all right. <laughs> I watch that show Hoarders and I root for the hoarders not to throw out their stuff. 
I'm like, don't throw out that bird cage. You might get a bird. A lot of people smoke pot with their kids. This is what happens. You turn 18, and suddenly your parents are like, hey, we can be friends now. The truth is, I love cocaine. Uh, Judge Apatow, uh, you know, for those that don't know, he is a brilliant uh, producer of a lot of hit comedy movies uh, over the past uh, decade uh, and and a half. Forty uh, Year Old Virgin, Bridesmaids, uh, the list goes on and on. He's you know was involved with Lena Le- Le- Dunham uh, with uh, the Girls uh, series on HBO, and this is a, a stand up comedy special. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I mean, he's the reason that Seth Rogen has a job most of the time, so. Good times. Uh, Again, on Netflix, oh my God, this next one is one of my favorite series. Christina. And I am so excited about this. This is Halt and Catch Fire Season 4. We're building it together. And it's awesome. You know this office is a boys club. It feels like this weird dream. I'm still here. Cheers. This can't be my last thing. This isn't a game you play, it's a game you live. Halt and Catch Fire, the final season, begins Saturday, August 19th. Only on so, uh, Halt and Catch Fire, season four, the final season. Uh, it's an AMC show uh, available on Netflix. Now, this is a fantastic sh- uh, show. It's about the uh, the rise of uh, the digital world, computers, uh, the World Wide Web uh, through the 80s and 90s. And even if you're not into all that uh, stuff... It's just such a well-put-together TV show and simply amazing. I mean, you actually said the magic words for me there, which is the final season. Because now I can go find the first three and binge all of this together and not feel like I'm being left out. You want to binge them. They yeah. are so good. Yeah, okay. You know, and I tell the listeners out there, if um, you know, you get into this, the first season's a bit, uh, bit of a slow burn, but once you hit season two, uh, you know, through four, it is fantastic. Uh, the the actors are amazing. The stories are great. the The final season, Christine, I know you haven't seen it yet. Uh, it it Don't was ruin it, Mike. They all die. <laughs> <laughs> they shut the internet down completely. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> failed experiment. Anyway, it was so emotional. It's probably some of the best TV I've seen uh, in a while. What else do we have uh, on uh, Netflix? Wormwood. My father, Frank Olson, was an army scientist. His research group had a relationship with the CIA. They take him to New York Tuesday morning, early Saturday morning, he's dead. What was my father doing? What was the CIA doing? What happened there? This is uh, an interesting documentary on Netflix uh, called Wormwood and uh, all about the CIA, LSD, and mind control. And uh, I guess one of uh, uh, the uh, the people uh, that mysteriously died uh, as well. It's one of those things where you kind of, you know, we used to hear about these things and there was, oh, it's a crazy conspiracy theory. And then as more and more documents have become declassified, it's like, oh no, all of this stuff really happened. That's <laughs> kind of terrifying. Uh, LSD, you're big into LSD, Christina. What do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> yep, the- You've just uncovered my weekend plans, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, you know, Netflix is on fire. I cannot believe the sheer amount of content that these guys are creating uh, on on their own. So, uh, you know, if you've got some time over the Christmas holidays, uh, again, that one's called Wormwood. The next one on Netflix, Christina. Christmas Inheritance. 
When you are out in public, you are an ambassador for this company. And once you are CEO, you will be the face of this company. You've made up your mind? I thought that I had. The thing that I think you need to learn a little something about is the spirit of the company. I need you to deliver the Christmas letters to Uncle Zeke. See where it all began. You want me to go to Snow Falls? What's this all about anyway? Every Christmas, they write each other a letter. I want to prove to my father that I can take care of things on my own. So this is again on uh, Netflix, Christmas Inheritance, uh, another uh, Netflix uh, original movie. Uh, looks like uh, part drama, part uh, comedy. Sort of a CEO coming of age film. <laughs> just what just what we need. You can't have Christmas without a Christmas special. Fair. It's true. Uh, what else we got uh, on Netflix? Shot Collar. I killed Tom. It's an accident. People don't go away for accidents. Look, man, I know you're scared, but you need to know this. You'll be with the big boys. So you got to stand up for yourself, because once you're marked in there, it will never end. Ooh, this looks violent. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, again, uh, on Netflix. Uh, it's starring, and I can't pronounce his name. Um, it's Jamie Lannister from The Game of Thrones. <laughs> It was, I was just like, Look, I'm totally sure that's Jamie Lannister. I didn't recognize him with both hands. Exactly. So uh, a little weird uh, because he doesn't look like he belongs in prison. Uh, so the, um, the summary for this is uh, a newly released prison gangster is forced by the leaders of his gang to orchestrate a major crime with a brutal rival gang on the streets of Southern California. So if you're into crime and prison, I think this is for you. Uh, let's uh, switch over to, I think, Amazon. What do we got? Foreman. He comes back after a 12-year hiatus. It appeared to be a publicity stunt. I'm going to be the next heavyweight champion of the world. It's my destiny. Nobody can stop me. He was overweight. He was past his prime. Those were facts. I went to my wife and told her, look, I've run out of money. I'm going to have to go back into boxing. And she pleaded, don't do it. They're going to kill you, George. You're not that guy anymore. So this is uh, another documentary. Uh, it looks fascinating. Uh, this uh, happened after the uh, the rumble in the jungle. Uh, uh, Muhammad Ali defeated George uh, Foreman. And uh, George Foreman, after that fight uh, that he lost, uh, basically uh, kind of abandoned boxing for 10 years. He became an ordained minister. And this is kind of his comeback uh, into boxing. And I guess eventually the George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret. This is actually just a really long infomercial. I, th- I think so. So uh, if you're into boxing, definitely something to check out. Uh, what what else we got here on Amazon? Jean-Claude Van Johnson. This isn't a game. I send you out there before you're ready. People die. No one's made to die. I can take the pitfall from the devil. Except for all the people I'm going to kill. <laughs> okay, this... This is really weird. Uh, we were talking about this before uh, the segment, Graham, and you just thought it's a little crazy. So it's John Claude Van Damme, uh, the martial art, uh, martial arts and film actor, playing himself. But he's not only a martial arts and film actor, but he's secretly uh, an undercover assassin. Yeah. So basically, t- playing on the Zoolander model. You know, since he's an actor who could go anywhere in the world, apparently he was. Uh, you know, a, a hitman back in his movie career, and he uh, he lusts for the days where he can be a hitman once again. So this is his shaking off the rust and getting back to killing people. 
Fantastic. Jean-Claude John Claude, John Claude Von Van Johnson, Amazon <laughs> Video. Uh, let's uh, talk about uh, apps again. Crazy app of the week. What do we have? We have Bandimal this week. Sorry, what? Yes, I know. Bandimal. Yes. Okay. What does this this <laughs> thing do? This is actually uh, it. It's a little crazy, but it's a lot of fun too. It's a fun new way to intuitively compose music for little kids. Bandimal. Bandimal. So they get to choose from different, uh, uh, nine different animals that play different instruments and uh, they can mix their own music. How cool is that? This sounds fun for me, actually, because I can't play anything. Yeah, I can't either. But apparently it is literally impossible to make something sound bad on this app. Uh, So they've done it in such a way that uh, no matter how many beats you choose and which instruments, it will always sound fantastic. But uh, helping kids learn about music a little bit as well. Love it. Uh, again, called Bandimal. Uh, what platforms? Just iOS for now. Cool. When we come back from the break, travel app of the week and also a new segment, game app of the week as well. Stay tuned. At, uh, a new. You're back with the app show. A little time left to talk about some more apps. Uh, new segment, game app of the week. Graham, you're the gamer. What do you got? So this week we've got Monument Valley 2, which, as it would seem in the name, is a sequel to the hit game Monument Valley. And this was a game that came out, and uh, essentially it was the idea of solving puzzles by going through M.C. Escher-like impossible objects and optical illusions and lining things up on screen to get your character row from one side to the other. And so in the first game, there was a little bit of a story, uh, which a lot of people sort of read into, and there was sort of fan fiction online about it. So in the second game, they've they've woven in quite a bit more of the story. Roha now has a little girl, and you uh, go through the same sort of three-quarter overhead isometric perspective and move things around to get uh, Roha and her child from one side of the maze to the other. It's actually a really cool game. Uh, The reason it's this week's Game of the Week is because it came out for iOS in June, but it's just come out for Android as well, so now everybody gets to play. So that's Monument Valley 2. We're going to talk about traveling now and uh, so many travel apps. And uh, I know, Christina, you always have a hard time trying to pick just one. What do we have this week? This week, we have Memrise. Memrise. Yes. Sounds weird. Okay. (laughs) I know. It's a new app to help you learn a language. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, there there have been a lot of these apps like Duolingo, etc. This one's kind of cool because it has a chatbot integration so you can actually chat with a bot to refine your language skills and it also has videos by locals in the language that you've chosen so great way to uh, refine your pronunciation it's available for free on google and app store and the app store and uh, there's a subscription model as well if you want to get some pro features what are the pro features um some of the pro features are new uh, like different chat bots uh, there's also an offline feature, which is really cool, obviously, if you're traveling because uh, you might not necessarily want to eat up all your data. Yeah, or if you're on a plane. Yes, that, that doesn't have That doesn't have Wi-Fi. Well, go. that's uh, all the time we have left for the app show this week. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, as always. Don't forget to listen to our sister show, Get Connected, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Uh, it happens uh, Saturdays across uh, many of the stations, so uh, ask your station uh, when it is. Uh, don't forget to hit our website, Graham. It is appshowradio.com. Links right to our Facebook page. You can interact with us there. Tell us what you think is cool in the world of apps, and maybe we'll talk about it on the program. This is Mike, Christina, and Graham signing off. We'll see you again next time.
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.